The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick. It's your Thursday, June 10th edition. There's a four-game early slate. We, if you need help with that, I'm on the Fantasy DJ and Slack Jets. Come slide on in there. Just hit me up on Twitter at BDN Trick, and we'll take care of you on that one. Otherwise, six-game main slate broken down for you right here. My written content, Tuesdays and Thursdays, is the free DraftKings pick, so check that out at rotorballer.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is the premium values article. If you want to check out that, sign up for the premium package for the rest of the MLB season, get your season long and DFS together. Use promo code Bubba for a discount right there. If you give a rate and review to the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. And if you're into season-long fantasy baseball, the Bench with Bubba podcast, Tuesday night dropped episode 376 with the one and only Vlad Sedler talking about some uh, fab strategy for the rest of the year and whatnot. And then on Thursday, I'll be recording with MLB Moving Average, Big John Stud. So get all the goodies there for episodes 376 and 377. But you're here for MLB DFS. And we got six games on a Thursday for you. We have four totals, Rockies-Marlins, total of 7.5, Astros-Red Sox, 9, Blue Jays-White Sox, 8.5, Royals-A's, 8. The other ones are waiting on because of potential pitching situations. Also, weather-wise, we have one game, Giants at Nationals, 50 to 60% chances of rain. So keep an eye on that, but overall, we should be good to go. Pitching on this slate, your only guy over 10K is Max Scherzer at 11400 bucks at home against the red-hot San Francisco Giants. But it doesn't matter for Max as he's got 20 or more DK points in uh, seven straight starts or nine of his last 10, and he's got 30 or more in uh, about uh, six of those 10 starts. He's been absolutely outstanding. Even if he gets up runs, usually it's home runs like we talk about, but it's been two run runs or less in nine of his last 10 starts, and he has uh, seven or more Ks in nine of 10 starts. He's got nine or more or in like seven of those starts. He's a machine. It's what Max Scherzer does. Now, the Giants offense is great. We've been riding them. If you want to be super contrarian, sure, I'll pass. They are a team striking out about 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching of late, but their offense is great, hitting 283 or 263 with a 209 ice on a 125 WRC plus versus uh, right-handed pitching. So they've been on fire. What I would suggest if you're doing the Giants, you take a couple guys that have home run upside because that's how Max gets beat. He doesn't rarely get shellacked. Now, if you think he is, you want to be contrarian, fine. Otherwise, pay for Max Scherzer and be happy at 11-4. 
Now, if you're going to save some cash, Hungjin Ryu is very intriguing in a tournament. Uh, we just saw um, Robbie Ray shut down the White Sox, one of the best teams in all of baseball versus left-handed pitching. And he, uh, now Hungjin will get the chance. The White Sox are striking out 30% of the time versus left-handed pitchers over the last couple weeks with a 235 average, 191 ISO, 107 WRC+. plus. So as a whole, the offense is good. But a 30% K rate is pretty, pretty intriguing. So Hungjin Ryu, if you want to be very, very contrarian at the pay-up spot, is in play today in tournaments. But uh, otherwise, go up to Max Scherzer or save some cash with Trevor Rogers at home against the Road Rockies. Trevor Rogers started out the season guns blazing. He's quieted down a bit, but he's still, he's still getting you 17, 18 points plus night in and night out. So that's very, very strong when it comes to um, Trevor Rogers. It's the strikeouts are kind of backed up. Still five or more Ks in pretty much every start. But uh, most importantly, two run runs or less in uh, eight of his last nine or nine of his last 10 starts. So it's the strikeouts that have kind of slowed down to kind of give the big 25, 30 plus point performances we saw with Trevor Rogers earlier. But he's still been very effective. So don't think just because you're looking at game logs, there's more to it. He's been very good. Um, now he gets the Road Rockies uh, in Miami here, a Colorado team that is striking out about 20% of the time versus lefties uh, with a 97 WRC+. plus. So you can definitely take advantage of the Rockies, as we've seen over recent days. So Trevor Rogers at 9K, maybe more of a cash game play than a tournament play. I think your tournament plays either take Ryu, take the gamble on Hungjin Ryu against the White Sox, or just pay up for Scherzer. Rogers, you can use in both formats. I don't care. I just don't know if his ceiling is the same as like a Scherzer. It's not the same as a Scherzer. But he might have a pretty safe floor against the Rockies. Um, I could see, I could see uh, Rodgers having some good times there. So even even Garrett, the lefty Garrett, made his MLB debut on Wednesday. I think he struck out five or so in like his three or four innings. So he was effective. Rodgers should be just fine. Uh, saving some cash here, Frankie Montas, eighty one hundred bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. Montas is going basically five to six innings in every start. That's what he does. But he's starting to rack up the K's, six or more K's in three of his last four starts. Uh, he's limited the damage a little better. He has 20 or more points in two of his last three starts. He basically has 20 or more in four of his last six starts. It, it, there's always the the hiccup that Frankie Montas can go through. But as a whole, he's been very, very effective. And now he's going to be at home, very good pitcher's ballpark, against the Kansas City Royals, a team that we love to stack. We do. But they're also a team on the road, big road trip. They're kind of, they're still playing in Anaheim as we, we talk right now. It's almost... 9 o'clock Pacific time. They're still playing in Anaheim. They're striking out almost 21% of the time versus righties over the last couple of weeks with a 152 ice on a 102 WRC+. Plus. So they're hitting fine, but the strikeouts will be there. Very good ballpark to pitch in for Frankie Montas. $8,100. Nice cash game playing for you there. If you want to get frisky, I have no problem stacking against Zach Granke, as you know. If you want to get frisky, you can use him tonight against the Boston Red Sox. Three of his last four starts, he's gone eight or more innings with one run or less. Strikeouts just haven't been there. Three, four, five, eight, five in his last five. The strikeouts are why I don't use Zach Ranky, but he's been super effective. He's got you 20 or more DK points in three of his last four starts, and that was at Toronto, home against San Diego, at Oakland for the three successful starts. The Dodgers got to him. So this Boston team can swing it. I kind of like using Boston, but if you want to be contrarian, Granky at 78 is kind of a deal. You don't always find guys in that 7K range that have 20 to 30-point upside. Zach Greinke has that. That's why he's not a cash game play, but in a tournament, you can look at Zach Greinke in this format against the Boston Red Sox. Uh, the only cheap guy I like below Greinke 
is Anthony DiScalfani at $6,300. Um, you might just get two high-priced pitchers tonight. You know, Wednesday was weird. We used cheap pitchers. Well, Thursday, we might have to pay up for pitchers. We'll find value bats. We're good at that. That's what we do on this show. So don't don't worry about that. We'll find those value bats. But Disco, nice bounce back against the Cubs. His last time out, six innings, two earned, four Ks for 19 points after, you know, the back-to-back starts against the Dodgers. They got to him. Prior to those two Dodger starts, the dude was lights out good, though. So uh, looking for a bounce back here against the Washington Nationals. Had a long game, a lot of bullpen in that game. Doesn't really matter because Scherzer should go deep. But uh, should be a pretty worn-down pitching staff for the Nationals. A team striking out 26% of the timers right-handed pitching with a 224 average, 108 ISO, and 75 WRC+. plus. Uh, Soto's heating up. That's fine and dandy, but as a, as a whole – that team's been uh, not so productive. So Disco at 63, if you're looking to punch, you can go there. I prefer to use Scherzer, Rogers, Montas. Those are my favorite three. Then if you want to get crazy in GPPs, Ryu and Granky have phenomenal tournament upside at probably low ownership. And then if you need a punt, you go Disclafani. So if you're making a cash lineup, I want like Scherzer, Rogers. That'd be my cash build. Scherzer, Rogers, and find some value bats. That's where we'll be on this slate. Speaking of bats, let's check him out here. Catcher's position on this bad boy. Um, you know, you got Gomes. I'm not paying 51 for Gomes. I'm sorry. But I will pay 46 for Gary Sanchez, who I saw a stat since like late May, like the 26th or 27th, hitting like 340. The dude's crushing baseballs. Uh, so you can definitely look at Gary Sanchez. Like he's hit safely in uh, eight of his last nine games or seven of his last nine games. That's big boy stuff for Gary Sanchez. He's 4,600 bucks and the Yankees get J.A. half. So. The Yankees are going to be a very, very popular play for very, very good reasons. Uh, they strike out a ton versus lefties, but they, they're they starting to heat up. The, t- the offense has been pretty bad, but we saw them go off on um, on Wednesday night. I wouldn't be shocked if Hap has a rough one again. So Sanchez at 46 will be a part of a very popular Yankee stack. Uh, some discounted players. You could go to Yasmani Grandal versus Ryu if you so choose, but give me Sean Murphy at 4K versus Mike Miner. Murphy's slowly getting things going. If you look at the stack cast page, his quality of contact just jumps off the page, so eventually the power production is going to keep coming. So Murphy at 4,000, we, we could definitely uh, look that direction. Below that, though, uh, you're looking for your punt plays. Maybe Plowecki gets to start for Boston. He's 2,800. Ryan Jeffers is a really great value. He's 2,600 bucks for his king of New York, uh, the Yankees. So Jeffers at 26, probably one of my favorite punts. You either have him or you have Maldonado at 22 for the Astros. Those are the two punts I'd probably be looking at for now unless Riley Adams gets the start for the Blue Jays. Got called up, went one for three with a double in his first game. Uh, he's $2,000 bare minimum versus Dallas Keuchel. So, again, we're, if we're looking for values, no better place than catcher. You got Riley Adams at 2K. You got Maldonado at 22. You got Ryan Jeffers at 26 if you're not paying up. That'll help you get Rodgers and, and Scherzer in your lineups. Lickety split. So there you go right there. First base position, though, I love Toronto tonight versus Dallas Keiko. Like Keiko limits damage. It's hard to stack against Keiko. I rarely stack against Keiko. We talk about it on the show all the time. But this Blue Jays offense is so sneaky good. And Keiko of late, if you've watched his his logs, he's not going deep into games. He hasn't gotten through six innings in a while or very often. It's been four innings, some three innings starts of late. Obviously, doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. And that White Sox bullpen is not that good. So if we can get him out of there and you get that Jays team in there, you saw what the Jays did today. The second they took Lance Lynn out in the eighth inning, eighth inning, they had two innings. They put up like five or six runs. If they can get four or five innings of that Chicago White Sox bullpen, that's two to three trips through the batting order for these big boys. So Vladito at 54, big fan of Toronto tonight. Vladito at 54, definitely in play. Uh, Zimmerman probably won't start versus the righty Di tonight, but he double-donged on Wednesday and just – 
things like that just make you laugh. Like Ryan Zimmerman double donging in 2021. You got you got to chuckle. You got to chuckle. So that's always fun stuff. But uh, below the Vladito price tag, like Jesus Aguilar, Chichi Gonzalez pitching for Colorado tonight. So we will be into some Miami action. Jesus Aguilar, very much a piece of that Miami stack at forty six hundred dollars. Um, Josh Bell at forty one. If you're fading Disco, you could go there, but I'd rather have Yuli Gurriel at four thousand, who hits lefties extremely well. So Yuli at four thousand, nice little value for you. I wish Kirilov would get going because $3,800 is way too cheap versus King. He's been struggling, so keep that in mind, but a really nice price tag. I mentioned if you're going to attack Scherzer, you do it with power bats. Brandon Belt's 36 if you want to go there. I'm not sure I'm going to have a too much Giants exposure period, but they have been swinging it so well it's hard to ignore. Like You have Belt at 36, Wade at 31 if you need a, a super, super value on this slate. Other than that, not a ton at first base value-wise. I'm pretty much paying up for... Aguilar, Vladito, those are my main guys. Ed Gurriel was my main three at the first base position. The second base, you got Marcus Simeon. Pretty much most Toronto guys, they're on the board tonight. That's just how it's going to go. 5200 bucks for Simeon. Uh, Jazz Chisholm's with 5K, worth the price tag. He's worth it. The stack I'm going to like with them is Chisholm, Aguilar, Marte, Starling Marte. So Chisholm at 5K, very much alive. Altuve went deep on Wednesday. Houston is in play. Uh, Erod's had a rough go this year. Some may say he's been a little unlucky when looking at his uh, overall stats production, but you can definitely uh, look at Altuve at 48. He's got a little bit of a discount after his game. That All the Astros got a couple hundred dollar discount, actually. So, um, yeah, get some Altuve in that one at $4,800. Uh, going down cheaper, though, uh, Jorge Polanco went deep off of Cole on Wednesday. He's 41. Nice price tag as King. He went five and a third in his last start. But he's been quick to the bullpen in his starts, so... Get some discounted Minnesota guys if you want to bring it back in a very popular Yankees stack. Um, Value-wise, though, maybe Christian Arroyo at 3K, Brendan Rodgers at 28. If you're not using Trevor Rodgers, you can go that route, but there's not a ton value. Like Marvin Gonzalez at 25 against Granke. Um, not a ton down here at this point in time. Third base position, Rafael Devers, really great place at 56 if you're paying up and using Boston. But Bregman at 5K, he went deep on Wednesday. Perfect piece of the Houston stack as well. Yuan Moncada at 48 if you're fading Ryu. And then Matt Chapman versus Minor. The A's could be a nice little late-night hammer against the lefty Minor. But Gio Yershel is only 4K, which is a really, really good price tag against J.A. Happ as he's swinging it extremely well. Let's keep him in mind. And then um, a couple others if you need to. No, he's not here. He's in the outfield. They moved him to the outfield. Never mind. DK got it together on that one. So we'll get to him in a bit. Shortstop can go Trey Turner if you want, but Xander went deep on Wednesday. He's 55. Mentioned Jazz Chisholm at 5,000. Tim Anderson, if you're not using Ryu at 48. But really, if you're not using Chisholm, maybe Bogarts, you just save with Carlos Correa at 46 or Boba Shed at 44 or Claver Torres at 43. One of those three guys, you don't have to pay up for the top to get three elite options in Correa, Bichette, and Torres, who's heating up. And he won't be as popular as the Stanton and Judges in New York. He still got some exposure to that lineup. So Torres at 43. I don't mind Chad Pender if you're stacking Oakland. We were playing Pender in Colorado at like 2,900. And now he's 42 in Oakland against Mike Miner. So Pender at 42 is a good play. It's just damn that price has gone up. I'd rather, like, if you're not going the Torres, Bichette, Correa route, I'd rather save and go Brandon Crawford at 35 or Scherzer of all people. Like Crawford's swinging it well. Take the discount, see if you can run into one. At 3,500, I mentioned Brendan Rodgers earlier as a, as a punt if you need one as well. Outfield, Judge went deep on Wednesday. He's 56. Soto went deep 55. I like Soto a lot. He's heating up, boys and girls. And the thing is, Judge, not always, usually has to go yard to be productive. 
Soto can do everything. So that's that's big if you're differentiating. But Starling Marte is a phenomenal play at 51. We talk about him all the time. So your your 5K guys are, are big. Judge Soto and Marte. Use him as stacks. If you want a one-off, I take Soto. But you're grasping at straws in reality. But give me Soto in that one. Now, below 5K, Mark Connett at 48 is a phenomenal price tag. The dude is getting everything done leading off for the A's. Stands up to 47. If you're a regular listener to the show, I've been saying lately when he's like 42 and 43, play him while he's cheap, get that double-dong upside. Well, he double-donged on Wednesday. He's up to 47 for Thursday. Still a decent price tag and a really good matchup for J.A. Happ, but I told you so. Oscar Hernandez, 44. Um, yeah, Toronto. Talked about that. Adam Duvall is a nice contrarian piece if you're going deep in Miami. If you're going more than Aguilar and Chisholm and um, Aguilar, Chisholm, and I just totally blanked, and Marte. If you're going more than those three, Adam Duvall at 43 is a nice uh, contrarian play because most will go to Corey Dickerson, the lefty versus Chichi. Very much in play. No problem with that. But Duvall brings that power upside. We saw him go deep on Wednesday. Brings that upside that could be nice in a tournament stack with Miami. Grichik went deep on Wednesdays, 4K, a nice cheaper piece of Toronto. If you want to go there, Andrew Benintendi at 39 has been hitting it well. Kyle Schwarber's only 3,800 bucks. We saw him lead off a couple nights ago. He's a nice value against Disco if you're not using Disco. So keep him in mind. Jordan Alvarez at 37. Guriel at 36 is a great price tag versus Keuchel. Somehow, um, well, we'll get to him because it's even farther down. But somehow, Kyle Tucker's down to 3,200 now. So... I usually don't use them that often versus lefties, but that's still thirty two hundred bucks for Kyle for Kyle Tucker is pretty pretty outstanding on this one. And then other than that, like there's Dozier, there's Jorge Soler if you're looking for values. Um, the one I was looking for though, they moved to the outfield. He should be in pretty much every cash game lineup and almost every tournament lineup. Miguel Anjohar is twenty six hundred bucks. The dude hit his fifth home run in his last ten games tonight. He's hitting everything right now. It's crazy to see. Um, so Miguel Anhar is only 2,600. Uh, he's, he's like 2,300 on FanDuel. He should be in a lot of lineups. Oh, he's 27 on FanDuel. Sorry. But he's 26 on DK and he should be in a lot of lineups. So keep Miguel Anhar in your minds. Uh, Clint Frazier is 23 if you want another piece of New York, but you know, he might have a good game here or there. Maybe he does on Thursday, but I just, he's so bad. I just, I just ignore him and move on elsewhere. Um, the other one I was looking for. And I didn't see him unless they raised his price. But I'll just do the cheat method here and click on that game. But Miles Straw, he's still down there. He, I didn't go far enough. He's only 2K for the Houston Astros. He's been batting anywhere from 7th to ninth. So if you want a cheap piece of Houston, and if you just look at his game logs, 6-0-14-17. He puts up points fantasy-wise. He gets on, scores runs, can use his legs and steal some bags. So Straw is a 2K point. So there's value. We talked about if you want to use the pitchers, you take one of the punt catchers we talked about. You take Andy Hart at 26. Right there, you're fine. You're done. You probably you're done with your value. But there's a ton of value, especially the outfield as usual. You can mix and match and make it happen. Recapping your pitching real quick. Scherzer is a great play 11-4. That's simple. I know the Giants offense is outstanding. If they hit him, I'll be happy. But I think he might give up a couple home runs, give up a few runs, but he's going to strike out a ton of them. So Scherzer's very much in play. Uh, Rogers, like Scherzer, Rogers, cash game combo. But Rogers is very strong as well at nine K against the Road Rockies. I think Ryu and Granky are two really good low owned tournament plays. Um, we know the volatility of both of them in their matchups, but they both bring ceilings. Like Granky's put up like twenty five plus, in, like he's put up over, over thirty in one of his last four games. 20, 23 plus in three of his last four at seventy eight hundred bucks. Is Boston? It's challenging, but it's a good tournament type look. 
Uh, Frankie Montas at 81. I like that versus Kansas City. If you need to punt, go Disclafani. I don't mind it, but I try to avoid it. I try to get Scherzer, Rogers, and Montas. Those are my big three. And then if you want your GPP angle, Granky and uh, Ryu is where I'd be going on those ones. Uh, looking at the stacks on this slate, if you want to go Washington versus Disco, I get it. But I like Miami versus Chi-Chi. Always target Chi-Chi. Uh, Houston versus Erod. Toronto versus Keiko. Toronto is probably my favorite one right now. The Yankees will be very, very popular, but for good reason. And if you want to go to Oakland nightcap, you can. But if I have to narrow it down, give me Toronto and Houston. That's simple. I think Miami and Oakland will be your contrarian twist on those ones on this slate. All right, everybody. That'll wrap us up. Six-game slate on a Thursday. Again, if you need help with the four-game slate, I'm on Twitter at BDentric. Join me in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. And uh, give a rate and review on the podcast. MLB DFS quick hits on iTunes. I would truly appreciate it. your season-long fantasy baseball benched with Bubba. Recorded with Vlad Sedler on Tuesday. That is out episode 376. Recorded 377 on Thursday with MLB moving average. Big John Stud. But all the goodies are there. Check me out on Twitter at Pediatric. Good luck on your Wednesday, June 10th slate. I'm out. Mm-hmm.